Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today we're going to talk all about how to opt into expectations. And what I mean by that is how to set expectations for others and for yourself as a Black woman. We'll talk about why it can be so difficult to set boundaries and expectations, the painful consequences of not doing so, and strategies for setting expectations that align with all the things that you value and need that really align with you opting out of struggle and opting into community and abundance and joy. Now, in the previous episode, I talked about loneliness and I talked about specifically how loneliness can keep us in struggle and it can be a real exercise in vulnerability to admit that we are alone. But the second piece of that really is a larger conversation about having expectations. I know I've talked about before how it can be a recipe for anger and dissatisfaction if we over-rely on others to give us what we need on the inside. So setting expectations in an unhealthy way can harm us, but that doesn't mean we can't set expectations, and particularly of ourselves and of others. This has challenges, of course, particularly as Black women. As we talked about in the last episode, there is such a societal pressure that we have to be strong, to be self-reliant. We don't need anyone to help us with anything. The result is, though, Black women develop that attitude or have inherited that attitude from hundreds of years of cultural myths and oppression. And in reality, it's also born out of the fact that oftentimes Black women have multiple roles and responsibilities that they are all trying to balance in their life. That there is oftentimes a lack of social support or at least healthy social support. And so the fallout of that is, is that we are trying to juggle everything on our own. And that can be painful. That can be frustrating. And it can lead to other real life problems like health issues, being resentful, being burned out, the very things that we are trying to leave behind in our lives. So how do we do it? How do we begin to set expectations of others and ourselves in a way that makes us feel supported and aligned and balanced versus feeling anxious or feeling resentful. Comes to setting expectations of others, let's look at three areas where we may need to set some good boundaries and cultivate healthy relationships and expectations of others. We're gonna look at in the workplace, in our romantic relationships, and in our friendships. Just like we talked about before with loneliness, the way to get rid of loneliness is to have a healthy community. The way to have joy one of our birthrights and our inheritances, is to set expectations. It's just about how you balance them. So looking at the workplace, we know so many of us are struggling every day for appropriate treatment and compensation and respect in the workplace. One place where we can set expectations is when it comes to our colleagues, and our workplace in general, that we have the right kind of boundary that allows us to cultivate 
more meaningful engagement with folks. And also we have the right kind of boundaries that have us stepping away from and opting out of conversations and opting out of experiences that do not make us feel honored. In the workplace, one area where you may set expectations is around how much support or feedback that you need. You advocate for yourself when it comes to salary negotiations and promotions. There is an endless amount of information and podcasts about how to do this. When it comes to succeeding in your role, it is absolutely okay to expect your management and your colleagues to support you in that. But part of it may mean that you need to come into the job setting those expectations off the top. I know that for myself, my career got significantly better when I started setting expectations around me, when it came to my colleagues and putting some boundaries up and of my boss and what I needed to be successful. Hey, Kelly here. Are you following us on social? If not, what are you waiting for? Let's keep the conversation going. On Instagram and TikTok, it's at Black Girl Burnout. And on Twitter, it's BLK Girl Burnout. And of course, there's our website, blackgirlburnout.com. Connect with us there. All right, now back to the episode. Everything is up in flames. I said all that I have to say. I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts. Deals as good or hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to ButcherBox, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that ButcherBox offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched to a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. 
Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash burnout. In romantic relationships, you should set expectations up the top with a potential partner about the basics. For example, your communication preferences. Are you a person that needs a good morning and a good night text when you're in partnership? You need to say that. If you are wanting to progress to a significant and meaningful partnership, you have to talk about how the labor within a household is distributed. Is everyone pitching in or is it just you? What are your deal breakers in romance and in partnership? Those have to be set in our friendships. It's also really important that we talk about how we want to be supported by our friendship and being really forthright with that. Maybe we're not somebody who wants a conversation. We just want someone to come and help us. Or maybe we're someone who's the reverse. Like, I don't want you to fix my problem or help me. I just want you to tell me it's going to be okay and give me a hug and take me out to brunch. We cannot go our lives just expecting and accepting cut, cut. We cannot go our whole lives just accepting what people give us. I've been there and it is a miserable way to live. For so long, I lived in a very disempowered place where I had no expectations of anyone outside of myself. And I just took what I was given. And I found myself in unsatisfying partnerships, unsatisfying community dynamics, and honestly depressed and cynical and locked in struggle. I had no expectations of others. And then I had too many expectations placed upon myself. So let's talk about how to set the right kind of expectations for ourselves as individuals. And I will talk about my own struggles with that as always. The first thing we want to do when we're setting expectations for ourselves is be realistic. This was the one thing that for a long time I struggled with. And because I struggled with being realistic about what I could expect for myself, every other suggestion I'm going to give you fell apart. I thought I could carry the world on my shoulders. I made unrealistic expectations on how much I could get done, how much I could tolerate of bad behavior And not really being honest about my limitations. When things didn't go well, because I wasn't realistic, I was harsh and critical and very judgmental of myself. My expectations were way too high and I kept myself locked in a depressive kind of cycle where I was just beating myself up all the time. The second thing, in addition to being realistic, was prioritizing self-care. Now, if you're not realistic about your expectations for yourself and you're constantly beating yourself up, you're not going to prioritize self-care. It was only when I got more realistic and honest about my vulnerabilities and my strengths, I began to cherish myself and take better care of myself. And this included daily movement, joyfully moving around having a morning routine that required pause, whether it's for meditation or maybe prayer, other activities that helped me relax and recharge. It was only when those things became a part of my life that I was able to set the right level of expectation for myself. 
And then last but not least, I became clear about what my values and goals were. I set expectations that aligned with what was important to me, that aligned, frankly, with my legacy, that joy became something that I really wanted to put at the center of my life. And because of that, I spent time thinking about what would make my life more joyful. And then I allowed my expectations to flow from a place of joy versus a place of judgment. And therefore, I was more realistic. I took care and cherished myself. And I had a direction and purpose, which allowed me to be more happy in my day-to-day life. Don't fall into the trap that I did when it comes to setting expectations. Don't allow others to just give you whatever they feel and you passively take it. Lovingly assert yourself in a way that you deserve more and engage with the people in your life that way. Set boundaries and set expectations of your workplace Enforce boundaries and say upfront what your expectations are of romantic partnership and tell your community, tell your friends how you want to be best supported. Set the right level of expectations for yourself. Be realistic, prioritize cherishing and enjoying and taking care of yourself. Identify what matters to you. Think about the type of goals you can pursue that will allow you to access your inheritance, one of joy and community and beauty and abundance. Expectations can be hard to set. It's hard to know where the balance is. Where do we go from, I am appropriately asking for all the things I need in my life, or I am becoming demanding? Where do we find the balance of, I am holding myself accountable lovingly. I'm completely enabling myself to stay locked in struggle. It can be hard to find that balance. And so a lot of this requires just deep thought and meditation, really asking questions and expecting answers and holding yourself accountable to having them. So a couple of things for your healing practice. There's a lot of different ways to get to setting the right level of expectations. We'll start with, if you have a friend or a mentor or anybody that you respect, talk about the fact that you are in a space in your life where you are setting expectations, that you are trying to develop a standard by which you want to be treated in all areas of your life. When it comes to the workplace, Think about what you need to be successful in your job and make sure you're asking someone in your job for that. When it comes to relationships, list out with a friend what you actually are looking for and have them hold you accountable for when you are dating or when you are exploring partnership. Have you asked the questions? Are you getting the answers you deserve? Reach out to friends, as I've been suggesting, Reach out to friends and bring them into your community when you set the expectations. Model some vulnerability and ask someone to help you. When it comes to your healing practice for how to set expectations for yourself, it's a matter of doing a little bit of soul searching about what do you value? What do you deserve? And not limiting that answer. Being realistic and thinking about what does your voice in your head sound like? Is that voice in your head more positive or negative? Where you can, try to prioritize some self-care. 
It can be as simple as having a daily affirmation that starts with, I deserve joy. If you start with the affirmation, I deserve joy, then you start to think about what kinds of things bring joy into your life. And that automatically builds a self-care practice. Think about joy in small, bite-sized pieces. It can be as simple as, as the playlist you listen to during your work day or on your way to work. It can be as complicated and as grand as setting a big goal for yourself. But along the way, you will build in natural points of self-care and self-love. And by doing that, you will naturally align your expectations with your values, with what matters to you. Do not believe the lie that we've inherited, that we don't deserve. Do not let cynicism get to you and make you believe that even if you do deserve, you're never going to get. The world is ready to give us exactly what we expect. It is simply up to us to set that expectation and let the world meet it. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everything is up in flames, I said, oh, that I